Good evening and welcome once again to the Lotus Flower Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am so excited once again to have you all joining me and my special guest. The Lotus Flower Podcast, it is a multimedia, biblically-based platform that allows listeners to experience countless high-quality audio and video interviews. The podcast spurs unfiltered conversations that oftentimes cannot be had on social media. For those of you who learn through listening, the podcast covers a wide range of content, including comedy, religion, music, mental health, and fitness, to name a few. Most importantly, the episodes highlight the contents around key interests covered by and for African-American voices. Each episode is packed with helpful tips, useful tools, and important conversations. Please know that contents in the episodes is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a trained mental health professional with questions that you may have regarding your condition. My guest tonight is none other than my second cousin. Her father and me, we are first cousins, and I call him my big brother cousin because there was a time in my life that he and I grew up together under the same roof with our grandmother that we call Big Mama in Penny Farms, Florida. And so he is a very special man to me. His name is Pastor John Sanders. He is the father of my special guest, Miss Monica Adele Sanders. I'm going to go ahead and share her website at this time, as well as read her bio. Thank you. Monica Adele, life coach, in Florida. Monica Adele. In Penny Farms, Florida. Her nickname is Mo or Mon, which most people call her. Mo or Mon. When she was a child and when she was growing up, her aspirations were to be an x-ray technician. Where she lived when she was growing up was in Penny Farms, Florida. However, once she graduated from high school in 2004, she didn't return home, and she spent some time in Michigan, my old hometown. 
Monica's favorite hobby is journaling. She has been journaling since grade school. Her favorite destination to travel is New Orleans. Monica loves to volunteer and help with her father's ministry in Green Coast Springs, Florida. She attended college receiving a bachelor's degree in 2004, as well as a master's degree in 2013. One of the most valuable lessons that she has learned in her education has been from a former chemistry professor, which highlighted her determination and her ability to be resilient and to actually stick to what she had put her mind to. She once enjoyed working as a social worker with at-risk families and at-risk youths. However, that career led her to her current career love, which is a life coach for at-risk youth and for women. She chose this industry because she has a heart for God and she loves serving people. Monica would describe herself in three words, and that is impactful, fulfilling, and purposeful. Monica Adele is a professional woman. She's most proud of the fact that she has been mentoring youth for over 15 years of her life. She enjoys being able to help youth that oftentimes are considered people that are not going to be able to make it out of their situation. But Monica has a way in which she's able to reach into their lives and help them to be able to be resilient and make it in spite of being counted out. I like to say that Monica works with people that people had said was counted out but those people, they just didn't know how to count. Monica is a very unique person. Why is she a very unique person? Because her heart is so pure. She has a pure love for service and she pushes herself to reach her highest potential. Once again, my special guest is none other than my second cousin, Miss Monica Adele Sanders. Welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. Hello. Hi. Would you greet our guest? Hi, everyone. Well, thank you so much for being with me this evening. I have been trying to get you on the podcast for a while, and I'm glad that it finally worked out. We started out with a little bit of technical difficulties, yes. but we <laughs> pressed and pressed and pressed until we were able to work it out. Yes. So thank you for having me. A little late this evening. 
Monica, I did tell a little bit about who you are and why you do what you do, but I want you to tell us again, who, are, who is Monica Adele and why do you do what you do? All right. So um, Monica Adele is someone that has a heart for servicing people. I heard you read my bio. And um, as you stated, um, when I graduated from when I graduated from college and had my first job as being as working with at risk families, that opened the door for me to actually find out what my purpose and calling was. And when I began to um, help uh, adults and and kids, that's kind of that's where I knew that's what that's what fulfills me, I should say. So um, the coaching of women and um, at risk youth and also, you know, being able to coach entrepreneurs, business owners, you know, it was just an open door. Yes. Now tell tell me a little bit about what actually led you to becoming a life coach and working with that with you. What led you to that path, Monica? Uh, so specifically, um, I am a personal development coach. My focus is uh, on purpose, uh, confidence, mindfulness and success um a lot of times what led well first what led me to it is there's a lot of individuals out here in the world that that is walking around without knowing what their purpose is first and not feeling and you know not feeling fulfilled so um that that solely along what led me to this what they call niche of helping individuals find their purpose and then with the at risk youth i've been mentoring for a long time um i have a i still i still have a mentorship going on now and um helping them to develop skills to know what their purpose is to know what route they want to take in life so that's yeah. exactly what led me to it now now you once were a social worker however mm-hmm. is that right mm-hmm. does that when you were a social worker, you were working with at-risk youth at that time? Yes. So as a case manager, I was working with the parents. I was working um, with with the kids as well. Um, as I began to um, get, you know, get promoted throughout my career and end up as um, the assistant director, that's when I solely focus on kids. But while I was working as a social worker, I always volunteered outside of the organization as a mentor. So what, once again, from a social worker to what you're doing now, having your own business and whatnot, how did that path of at-risk youth working with people that oftentimes people think, well, they'll never go anywhere in life because, you know, they've got so the deck stacked against them or, and all those types of things, which I do not believe. Mm-hmm. How did going from working with at youth, at risk youth as a social worker lead to the path that you're on now? And um, how does it fit into what you are currently doing as, as a coach? Um, well, it led me to it because although when I'm, you know, when I ended my career, I still wanted to make sure that I that I stayed in my alignment. So just being able to zero in and know what the needs are, that's how I was able to make my trans my transition because I, I still know what what they need and I'm able to supply that. 
Now, as an African-American woman and a, a young millennial, how difficult was it for you to actually launch off as an entrepreneur? Or how maybe it wasn't difficult at all. Maybe it was an easy thing to do. Uh no, definitely, definitely face difficulties launching because you still run into, you still run into the, you know, individuals or even organizations that think that they don't need the services. So um, that's definitely, that's definitely a difficulty, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't stop, you know, you just keep, you just keep going and you just keep on inspiring, you know, you just stay the course. Mm-hmm. So I, it sounds as though you've had some people that maybe didn't believe in your dream mm-hmm. and when yeah. that when that occurred that that sounds like it i'm not gonna put words in your mouth but it sounds like when that <laughs> occurred it actually pushed you to want to do it even more yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 well you know when you know what you're when you know what your your um what's the word i can say i'm very confident in 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 my value and what i add to you know individuals lives so I can't I can't veer off from it I just stay the course that's good and the reason I said that and I brought that out is because there are people that are watching and listening that they are experiencing having doors closed in their face because they have this big dream right and wants to really buy into that big dream of theirs yes. and even to them it may seem like it's just so large and they don't even have the resources to make this happen until them sometimes they quit they don't do like you did monica and they don't let that push them even harder to go after that why and so i wanted you to just speak to somebody tonight that wants to quit because it seems like it's impossible Correct. Yeah. Quitting is never, quitting is never an option. I actually address that in my framework because we talk about resilience because setbacks are evident to happen, you know, but it's up to us how we respond and our response will be, we're just going to keep going. That's right. Now, as a, as a Christian woman, how did that help you? How did your faith help you to continue on and how does it help you now? to continue on as an entrepreneur, because being an entrepreneur, I I am an entrepreneur as my side job, (laughs) and I know it takes a lot of work. So how does being a woman of faith help you as an entrepreneur? Well, you know, I think um, I still experience the same things of, you know, you you kind of feel like you want to stop, you want to quit. you don't want to do it anymore. You know, it's easy to kind of like jump from things to things when things don't go your way. First of all, you know, you automatically want to quit and then you may think of something else that you can do. But like I said before, when you have that, when you know for sure that you uh, you have, you are walking in your purpose and in your calling and, and in your fulfillment, then you know that, hey, okay, I may have to stop for a second, take a breather, but get back on it. So in my faith though, you know, I pray a lot. I pray mm-hmm. a lot. So I, I have to oftentimes pray and just remind myself that, hey, God's word would never come back void. His promises are always yes and amen. So I have to just keep, I just, I have to, I have to remind myself. It does get rough. 
It definitely does get rough, but you just have to just keep going because what I tell even like my my uh, social media audience is that the the when you um, when you finally know what your purpose is and the whole world the world is waiting for your service. Someone someone needs it, so so don't stop. You know, don't stop because someone needs it. That's good. That's good. Thank you for those encouraging words to someone that's listening and or watching. Also, when I was reading over your bio, I read that you volunteer sometimes with your father's ministry. Can you tell me a little bit about about? Well, when I'm home, you know, when when I'm home and when I'm available and my dad is feeding the homeless or something, you know, I'll go out and help. So whatever he needs, you know, I help when I'm when I'm around. <laughs> where's, where's, where's home? Oh, in Green Cove Springs. Okay. <laughs> That's where his ministry is in Green Cove. So, yes. okay. So, and it sounds like you've done quite a bit, quite a bit before we talk more about, you know, your coaching business. As I read over your bio and I shared your bio, you had three words that describe you. One being impactful, two being fulfilling, and three being purposeful. Why do those three words describe Miss Monica? I've come a long ways. Believe it or not, I am shy. I am a shy individual. And um, there was like a couple of years ago, um, one of my pastors told me to pray for boldness. Okay. And that's what I had begun to pray for because I was helping at that time. I was actually um, helping out a business. And he uh, was so amazed uh, how I was able to help that person streamline their business without, you know, me having much background at that time. And he said, you have so much to offer. And I said, oh, I'm so shy because I really am. Um, <laughs> and so that's why I say impactful, because now that although I'm shy, I'm still able to kind of I'm still able to get over that hump because I know. I'm confident. I'm confident now knowing that I have so much value to give. And when I give my value, it makes an impact. It changes lives. So that's why it's impactful. Hey. And I say fulfilling because I can I can walk every day, wake up every day, knowing that I am fulfilled because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, inspiring mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. And purpose is because I I just um, as I say like live on purpose like every single day and I have that um, I have the confirmation through prayer that I know like I am on it you know this is what mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be doing and mm -hmm. when I speak when I work with people it's going to change their lives mm -hmm. and that's what I think about every single day like I think I tell my dad like I wake up in expectation every single day. That's good. Every day. That's Every good. Day. Every day I wake up in the expectation. So are there days that you might be getting up on the wrong side of the bed? And so even when I get up on the wrong side of the bed, because I don't get much sleep. But okay. even when I do not get much sleep, because I am naturally a morning grouch, but I still wake up at expectation and I'm still thankful for where I am. Every day. That's good. And so that is a way to set the purpose into motion. 
Now, as as I was asking you when, when we had our, our talk prior to the podcast, I said, Monica, you know, I wanted you to, to pray about and think about what the topic might be for the podcast and what you might want to share. And you came up with a title, Living on Purpose. Can you tell the audience why did you choose that topic? Because I'm really making it my mission to zone in on those individuals that wake up every day feeling empty. They may go to work every day, but they don't feel fulfilled. You know, they they may be making a lot of money, but they may not be fulfilled. So I just I'm setting it as my mission to ensure that the people I come in contact with, hey, like, you know what your purpose is or you are in alignment with what you're doing. You know, you making a lot of money, but you still feel feeling empty inside. And it's because you are not in alignment with with your purpose. Everyone has a purpose. We aren't just existing. Mm hmm. Okay, and so that leads me to our first point for this evening, and it is purpose. I want you to tell the audience, when you say purpose, what, what do you mean by purpose? And what does pur- and what is purpose? There, you and I know what purpose means. Mm-hmm. And many people in the Christian world, when we say purpose, they know what purpose means. But there are people under the sound of our voices tonight, they may not have a clue even to what we mean when we say purpose. So can you define that first of all? Sure. So it's purpose, uh, you know, or in terms of your your gift, what you do well, um, your passion, what fulfills you. Um, you know, if you have any services to offer, co- coaching, a business owner, um, you know, certain type of professions, you know, that's your purpose. Teachers, lawyers, social workers, all of those things. So. And do, does one just kind of stumble into the into that purpose, or they, or they kind of arrive at it? I, I I think that everyone arrives at they at, at, everyone arrives to their destination at different times. I've been around and around the circle before I got here, so I can't say that there's a set time frame. But I just think that sometimes you need a little a push to arrive sooner than later. Okay. And is it ever too late to reach your, to actually obtain what your purpose is? It's never too late. Mm-hmm. It's, as long as you are still alive, it's never it's never too late. So why why do you say that? Because it even 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 if I'm uh was a, a elderly person and I'm just now, you know, deciding that I want to be a coach, at least at least then, you know, I would still have time to enjoy that, you know, to enjoy actually feeling fulfilled and actually being happy working in my passion. So there's never mm-hmm. an expiration date as long as you are alive. That's great. Do y'all hear that? To people that are listening and are watching, Miss Monica said there is never an expiration date. As long as you have breath in your body and you're able to get up out of that bed and you might be laying on the bed. There's still a purpose that you can obtain. Now, how important is knowing what your purpose is to tied into you being fulfilled then in life? Oh, that's very important because I, I strongly believe that, you know, when you are 
in your purpose, that equals that equals the fulfillment, you know, because I've did a lot of things, you know, business wise, job wise. And I knew I was just going there for a check. I was just going there, you know, to, to do this so I can, you know, get to D. You know, I'm going to just do this because I didn't have any attachment to it. You know, there was no strings attached. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just doing this just for the money, just for the yes. check. You know, a lot, I've worked with a lot of people. I'm just here for the check. I'm just here for the check. There is no purpose. There is no passion. There mm -hmm. is no connection to it. Right. So when you are when you are living and doing things in your purpose, there's automatic fulfillment. I feel like that's a package. That's good. That's good. And I make you, I'm so glad you made that so plain that there's so many people that do just say, I'm here for the check. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to work to pay the bills to make sure I can mm -hmm. bring home some money to pay my utilities, take care of my kids, take care of my obligations, mm -hmm. but they're so unfulfilled and they really do not look forward to getting up in the morning and going to that job right. and punching the clock. Right. There's a purpose behind it. It's, there's fulfillment there right. and you look forward to going and it's almost as if you're not even working because you're doing something that you truly enjoy. Well, the thing is about purpose is, is that it can be scary. Purpose can be very frightening for individuals that are used to being in their comfort zone because okay. you get comfortable just just logging on and, you know, getting in, you know, clocking in at somebody else's job. But when you know what your purpose is and you may have to move away from that, that takes away security. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't you know, they don't mind just getting up and doing that, because when you think about it, purpose could be very, very scary. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's where faith comes in at. Yep. And that's where that prayer comes in at, that mm -hmm. daily prayer and having faith and walking by, by not by these eye, this eye gate, but walking by faith and not by sight, you know. And we can do that even though it looks scary and it may be scary, we can still walk by what we do not know because when we do that, we're trusting in something that we don't know, which is the Holy Spirit to lead us and open in those doors. And when we do that, actually more doors open. When I just want to say that when the Lord knows he can trust us with blind faith to do one thing that's super scary, we don't have no idea how it's going to come together. Then he actually oftentimes adds even more to us to do and opens even more doors of opportunities. Mm -hmm. You may not even know where your next your next contract is going to come from if you're an entrepreneur, but somehow it falls into place because you're trusting in something that you do not even know, you do not even see, but yet and still you're still pushing and you're praying and you're staying resilient and you're walking, you know, as the Lord being your, your guy. And not only that, not only, um, you know, I want Monica to talk to this too, but not only do we have to have, you know, our foundation set right with the Lord Jesus Christ, but then also you've got to have some things in place that are, you know, like a business plan. You've got to have some goals in place. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let Miss Monica explain to, to the audience when one is trying to branch off into their purpose and maybe going to being an entrepreneur, what are some practical things that they've got to have in place in order to be successful? Uh, first, it starts in the mindset. You got you have to vision it first. Like you mm -hmm. have to see it. 
You have to see it to believe it, to start moving in motion. Because if you do not believe it, you're going to have a hard time. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, just believing what you don't see before mm -hmm. it happens, which yes. I guess goes back to faith. But mm -hmm. you definitely want to have a positive mindset. And I think I put, put that as one of the points as well. You mm -hmm. want to have a positive mindset because if you don't, you're going to always think opposite. You're going to think negative and it's going to be very hard. I call that limited beliefs. Like the first mm -hmm. thing you want to do when you think about operating in your purpose and your passion, you want to hop over um, um, the, the limited beliefs because you should have whatever you desire, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that's why I wake up every day in expectation. That's good. You know, I joke with my family. They may call me. I may say, hey, Monica's assistant, millionaire Monica, because that's how I think every single day. <laughs> because you have to speak it. You have to speak it. So I think so um, going into your purpose. Yeah, you definitely want to have the positive mindset. You want to get over your you want to get over your limited beliefs. And you want to you want to also challenge yourself because you're going to have setbacks. So you want to be resilient. So being resilient, having a positive setback and having the confidence that you are going to deliver, that you're going to stay on course is all the foundation of operating in your purpose, whether it's for a business, career advancement, whatever it is. You have to have the mindset and the confidence to get there. And I can attest to that because like I told you, like I'm very shy. And when I was working in social work, you know, me being an assistant director, I was supervising people that were way older than me. Way, you know, I was giving directives to, you know, people just, you know, years above me. And so I had to really pray and ask God for the boldness to walk in that office every single day and to deliver and stand firm. So I just think, so that's the same thing in your own business. You have to deliver and stand firm even when times get hard and don't let it alter your faith, don't let it alter your mindset. That's excellent. And you do that by, I once again want to reiterate by starting your day off right. You're setting your day. When you roll up out of that bed, you set yes. the day by telling yourself something positive. Like you said, you don't get up out the bed and you speak all this negative stuff into your spirit and into the atmosphere. No. But you started off on a positive footing. Even if you don't feel that way, you still speak that way. When you get an iPhone, like this Monica said, this is Millionaire Monica. Millionaire I'm Monica. Here. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's how you started out. Confidence. Yep. Yeah. Now, talk to us a little bit about confidence. When, when one is confident and they're handling the business at hand in terms of you know, being an entrepreneur and all, how does that, how does confidence actually play a role? In confidence, like you, you are finally at the point where you can launch that business. You can launch your business. You can apply for that promotion, whatever it is that you want to do for some type of advancement, um, that confidence that you are going to get it. You know, you, you are going to just follow through with it. Come what may, Hey, I'm here. And also, too, especially in business, um, which I um, discuss around, around my coaching community, um, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to pricing your products and, you know, you kind of want to lowball yourself because you are afraid that maybe nobody will buy it, purchase it. Um, that happens a lot. But mm -hmm. you have to think about, you know, what you deliver. 
and the value that you offer and just and just be confident in that and don't change it up, you know, because there's someone out there that needs you, that needs your value, that needs your services. Now, what what is confidence? If you had to, if you actually had to define that word this evening to the audience, what would you and how would you define confidence, Monica? Um, oh, I guess the other word for confidence would be self-esteem, right? Yes. You know, you know, <laughs> confidence, yeah. confidence is that self-esteem. You want to speak to yourself and speak positive to yourself. You want to feed yourself good thoughts. And I'm also very careful. Confidence ties into a lot of things. I'm I'm very careful about the things I listen to. I don't watch the news. I don't. I don't watch the news. I, I'm like, even when I'm working, I have a certain part of the day. I only play positive music. I listen to motivational messages a lot. Um, I research a lot. So I feed myself a lot of positivity. And that ties in a lot to confidence. Because when, like I said, if you are feeding yourself positive uh, positivity, the only mm-hmm. thing you can't release is positivity, right? Whatever yes. you feed yourself, you can give it back out. And so that ties that ties a lot into confidence. So if you are feeding yourself, you know, good thoughts, good things, that's what you're going to release. And you're going to start, even if at first, you know, if you've, you know, everybody come from different backgrounds. So if mm-hmm. you've been told negative things, I work with a lot of youth that have been told negative things, you know, mm-hmm. a lot. So once mm-hmm. you start feeding yourself the positive things, start believing it. Yes. You know, you have to start, you have to start believing it. Mm-hmm. So when you work with those youth that had some negative beliefs and they have been shaped that way all of their lives, they've been shaped that way. Mm-hmm. I heard you say that, you know, you you help them because, you know, they you trained them how to speak positive things about themselves. Well, how else would you help a person that's actually wanting to become a business person, an entrepreneur, how would you help them if they are having a difficult time, maybe even with their business plan, even getting some ideas together and getting those ideas that they have in their head onto paper? How do you help them to actually formulate that into something that's tangible? That's the foundation start. You start at the foundation and I will fi- I figure out what the challenges are and why they are having such a hard time. And a lot of times it is, it's just lack of belief and mm-hmm. feeling like they cannot accomplish anything and, and afraid also being out of their comfort zone. So mm-hmm. that's like, that's, that's in the work and mind work, honestly, because mm-hmm. setbacks are always going to happen, but a setback doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you stop. Yes. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. stop. And that's mm-hmm. how I help. So it always helps to break things up into small steps. So mm-hmm. if I was helping someone with the business plan, we may not can cover the whole thing in one session. I will have to break it up so they can feel so they can feel good and know that they can accomplish the small steps, like realistic goals. Mm-hmm. You so just you take put, it. You take it step by step. You know what? When I would, when I and still do, when I work with, well, right now I I'm actually managing and supervising. But however, when I was working as a therapist in the trenches, when I would work with people that had these huge problems, Monica, you know what I would tell them? I would say, how do you eat an elephant? And I would say, one bite at a time. Yeah. If there was an elephant filling up this room. It was so huge. Mm-hmm. And I want to yeah. just pump it right down. I can't eat the big old thing in one bite, though. I'd say, 
I would eat it one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. You got to break I'm it up. Yes. I like how you said break it into small pieces. Yep. Now, when breaking it into small pieces, is there a time frame whereby I've got to be able to accomplish my little pieces? Say if I have oh, five yes. pieces. There's a time frame to everything. We can't just let it sit because, you know, if you're not used to uh, if you're not used to uh, time management, you know, it'll just sit. And that's what we do a lot of times with our goals and with our dreams. We just throw it on the back burner because life happens. Like I said, we would give ourselves any excuse to stop doing anything, that's you know, right. so everything needs to have a time frame. Definitely time management. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. Now, what if someone has a setback when they're working toward getting off the ground and then those small pieces, they have a they they went all the way to, to piece number four, the five pieces, right? It went to piece four, but then they had a setback. Something just happened that was horrible in their lives and caused them to have to start all the way back to number one. Mm -hmm. Is that is that is that possible to actually bounce back to go? and do this thing again that they definitely have this passion for, but they've lost some footing. Mm -hmm. So how would you work with a person like that? It's always possible. With that confidence. It's they've lost confidence in everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's it's always possible. It's always possible to, to start over again. And that's where the support and accountability comes in because they've made it, they if they've made it that far, then we know that you can do it again. And guess what? The second time around may even be quicker because you've already did it the first time. You got halfway there the first time. So we're going to just start over <laughs> with support and accountability and we, we will get there. So, you know, everyone looks at set, setbacks differently, but depending on what it was that has happened, of course, you know, you take your time, but you want to but you want to get back. You want to you don't want to let uh, allow too much time to pass by. So what what if there was someone that was listening tonight to the podcast and they really are going through this setback situation and they just don't know how to get themselves out of it. So if I would ask you right now to um, talk directly to a person that's listening and they want to know, you're going to give them some free advice. I know you charge for that advice, but tonight you're going to get some free advice. <laughs> And because definitely you are a woman of esteem and you're, you're valuable and your product, there is a price on it and it should be. Thank the Lord for that. But tonight, we're going to give you some free tips. So if someone is actually in a situation where they're finding themselves, you know, they have lost some footing because some negative situation has occurred in their life. What would you tell them at this time to do in order to move forward, Miss Monica? Start doing something, even if it's little, uh, depending on, I can't, well, since it's not a specific situation, but mm -hmm. it start giving yourself some type of timeline where they be, okay, tomorrow I would do this one thing. Two days later, I would do this other thing because sooner or later you would get yourself in a routine. And before you know it, you know, you'll be back. You will be back on track because, like I said, the reality is, is that setbacks are going to happen. We just don't know how and we don't know when, but and we can't control it. But one thing we can control is our response to our setbacks. You know, our we can we can control our response. 
So I'm encouraging this person to know that your response is, is that you're going to keep going and that you're going to start doing small things every single day to get back on track. That's good. That's small things. And with every little drop in the bucket. It's another thing I, I like to use with clients, the bucket analogy. Imagine with me for a minute, if there was a bucket sitting in the middle of this room and from the ceiling, there was a leak, drip, 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 drip of water just dripping from the ceiling. It was quite annoying, but still it was dripping. I put the bucket down to catch it. And it took about maybe roughly a month in order for this bucket to fill up with this water that was dripping from the ceiling. But because I was patient and I was willing to wait it out, even though it was annoying, actually it came a time where the bucket filled up and the waters actually went over the edge and it wet the floor. And it wet the floor to the degree that it was soggy. Mm -hmm. That I like to liken that to what you're talking about, those small steps and taking it one step at a time and starting over again. If they mm -hmm. put the first step forward, little by little by little, it might take a year, but little by little by little, it's going to build up to the degree that it's going to spill over and they'll be able to be actually mm -hmm. influential to a lot of people around them. They'll yeah. actually have a spillover effect like you have had. You have gotten to the point where now you're able to help thousands of people. Mm -hmm. You didn't start out as this coach that is so, you know, uh, full of confidence and you're very, actually very professional and prosperous in what you do. But I'm sure that you had, like you telling us tonight, you had to break it down into those small steps, little by little by little by little. And it got to the point where now you're over spilling over. You even talking on this podcast to thousands of people all over the United States and into other countries are actually listening to you getting this advice and that will actually connect with you even more. So the network that I have, now they'll be exposed to you and the mm -hmm. overflow happens like that. Right. So because as you start, even if you start out slow, you will eventually get the momentum. Exactly. You know, I tell, I tell my community that nothing in life stands still, That's not right. even earth. You know, so you cannot be stagnant. Life keeps moving. So you keep moving. You know, you have to you have to keep moving, even if it's slow until you build up your momentum. That's right. And you said life keeps moving. And I life keeps moving. Nothing in life is stagnant. It's Everything not moves. Wait for us. Right. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Even though I might want it to stop and I might say, stop, I want to get off. Life ain't going to stop and let you get off. You're going to get older. You're not going to stay a kid. You might want to stay a kid. I've seen some grown folks that like 40 years old and they're still acting like they're 18. But truly, they're still, they are 40. They're not 18. They're 40. And so we've got to go with life. Life will pass us by. We might look back at over our lives and say, where did my life go? Mm-hmm. And we might look back over our lives and say, I am so happy with where my life has gone. It's perspective. Is that right? Yeah. It's perspective. It's all in how, yep. It's all in perspective and how you think. Yeah. Yes. Now, when we look at resilience, resilience should 
one actually, I'm sorry, that is not our point for tonight, but we do want to talk about resilience. When we talk about res resilience, and, and especially as an entrepreneur talking about resiliency, how important is it for one to be resilient as an entrepreneur? Definitely important. I know we have been just talking about setbacks and setbacks, but that's basically what it is. You know, when you get that no or you get that not right now, you know, or you get other, um, you know, negative comments, you just have to you just have to keep going. You yeah. can't stop. You have to be, you know, just be determined when you are determined. I feel like determ determination and resilience, they they go together. Because when you are determined and when you are focused, when you have that tunnel vision, you know, it just bounce, it bounces off of you. But at the same time, um, you know, you it's something that you do have to build, you know, build, build the resilience. Because like I said, you know, with me, you know, being uh, shy, you know, it's easy. It's easy to be quiet and silent. Yes. So. Um, you know, it is something that definitely has has to be built, you know, that you that you want to build up. And when when working as a person that may be a bit more introverted, but they've got to be able to get themselves out there, talk to people, get their product out and all of that. If a person is more of an introvert, does that work against them then? Would you say? Um, I think um uh, an introverted person still has some pop they still have the positive attributes right so yeah. the thing is is that as me i'm kind of i'm kind of borderline so mm -hmm. the, the thing that keeps me going is i rely on my i rely on my value honestly i rely mm -hmm. on my value and i rely on my determination because i know where i want to be so yeah. since i have the vision of where i want to be that fuels me so I don't think about being shy anymore once I get into my zone and, you know, I'm acting in it, you know. So I think that that would probably go the same for a fully introverted person. Um, and I and I know that part in my bio when you uh, read about the determination with my professor and um, I was at Florida State in a chemistry class and we had to have an A or a B to pass the class. And I was probably about 250 students. Mm -hmm. And I knew for a fact that I could not fail that class. I did not want to retake it. And mm -hmm. I was very quiet then. I sat on the front row. He knew my <laughs> first and last name. I would go to his office hours. And he said, the first time I went, no, the second time I went, he said, why He said, why are you coming here? I said, because I need an A or a B. I said, I mm -hmm. can't fail. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to take this class over. I said, the class is too big. And mm -hmm. he kind of laughed. I went back again, probably like the fourth or the fifth time. He said, young lady, he said that you are so dedicated. He said, if the world, he said that if everyone had as much dedication as you, the world would be a lot better. And mm -hmm. he said, whatever you do in life, it would take you far because of your dedication That's and your it. determination. That's he said, it. it's not even about being smart. He said, it is about your determination and your dedication. And those two things that when he said that to me, it really, it really, really stuck with me because like I said, although, you know, being in a room full of, you know, 250 students, he still knew me. He knew who I was and he knew my value then. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know? And so Mm -hmm. that's what I think about. That's what I think about when in my own business, I apply that same determination and dedication to bring value into other people's lives, to build them up. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. And I love the way you said that the the professor validated you, actually. Yes. And he actually was confirming what was laying dormant on the inside of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I believe that's most often what coaches do. Is that right? When they Mm -hmm. coach people, they're helping to validate almost put a stamp of approval on what that person really wants to bring to fruition and then they're confirming it when they're actually working with them through whatever process you might take them through so tell me a little bit about about, and us about how do you validate and confirm a person just like your coach did for you when you're when you when you take on a client you know they might Look, get on your website, which we have shown and we will include in the description of the podcast. So as people are reaching out to want to utilize your coaching services, how do you actually validate and confirm that dream that they might have that they want to bring to fruition? Yeah. So after we work through whatever their needs and challenges are, that's what I'm here for, for the validation, to let them to let them know that they have the stamp of approval to soar, to live on purpose, to not worry. The major thing is, is that you would, be, well, I'm pretty sure you know, but uh, it's fear. A lot of a lot of individuals, they just have fear. They have fear of just uh, getting out there. They have a fear of no one supporting them. You know, they have a fear of, oh, my family, friends, they may not want to support me or just used to being um, spoken to in a negative way. So that's why coaching is so important, because we are able I'm able to get them over that hump, you know, through exercises, through just repetitive, positive things. I'm able to get them over that, like over that hump, Mm -hmm. which which then lies the foundation. So um, I'm sorry. What was the initial question? I think I went off on a tangent. You did answer it in terms of validation. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yes. So, and then to have ongoing validation through my accountability and support, because I'm going to make sure like, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, stick to these timeframes and set and, you know, set your goals. And I often, I often always reiterate that behind every success are goals. Behind every successful person are goals. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't just get there overnight. That's right. You know, they it's set easy. goals for themselves. Mm-hmm. And how do, how do you offer accountability for someone that you might be coaching? What do you, what do, you do to show that accountability or hold them accountable? Um, it, it, it differs. It differs from, um, it differs from person to person, but my accountability would be one-on-one like we're talking now, you know, one-on-one or, uh, make myself available also, um, by email. So it's like, if they have, uh, additional questions, but I have where we meet like the, like our sessions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, then that, and then I have like customized, yeah. So like customizable sessions, whether we meet like once a week, or mm-hmm. um, I package it. 
So they'll know how often we'll be talking. And so like from session to session, they'll know what they need to have completed before they meet with me again. That's good. And when you find someone, Monica, that that isn't actually being accountable to what they said they were going to do, how do you actually help them to reframe that and actually walk back into accountability? How do I, how, how do, do I you, How do you help them to actually be accountable? There may be some people who said, okay, I'm going to be accountable. I want to work with you with this. But at the end of the day, they're really not being accountable. They're not doing what they said they would do. So how do you actually help them to actually maintain that accountability? How do you hold their feet to the fire? They have to want it. Unfortunately, they have they have to they have to want it because I can't force any I can't force anyone into, um, you know, I can't force anyone to doing the work. I can't force anyone on a certain on a certain path. So that is one of my like prerequisites. Like you have to be willing and open to work on your limited beliefs. You have to be open to the accountability and the support and to engage into my framework and complete the exercises and work on your task. So I am more than willing to talk, you know, so like if someone really isn't willing now, I definitely am. I do a session where I, I, I do talk and let them know the outcomes of what can happen if they do become accountable and accept the support, you know, their end goal. So I let them see like their clear vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now that leads us right into the, the um, number five, success. Now talk to us a little bit about how the end goal, when one is successful and they've obtained that, and they're walking in their purpose and they've actually things have come into fruition and they're thriving. How does that look? Before you answer that though, what does the word success mean to Miss Monica? If you had to tell the audience tonight what success is and how does it look? First of all, let's go there and set the foundation. Success. Yes. So success looks different for every person each person. So I really do think that success is individual. Success is your long-term goal, whatever your long, whatever your long-term goal is. Yes. And when you, uh, when you accomplish that, that is your personal success. You know, I think, you know, mm-hmm. as a child, you know, you see people on TV, we automatically think that they are successful. You know, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that, yes. but still to, to the individual person, you have your you have your own goals. If I make goals for my company in a revenue amount or in a client amount, when I reach that, I may say, "Hey, I want to reach two thousand people. I want to go two thousand people." And when I make that, I may say, "Hey, I'm successful now." Yeah. You know, so I just think mm-hmm. that successful is definitely up to the individual and the personal goals that you that you set. But all of our other four points that we have discussed, that is definitely the foundation. For that definitely is the foundation for success. And success mm-hmm. is just a byproduct. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. Success is a byproduct of it. all of the work that you have put in through mm-hmm. your mindset work, through your confidence, through working in your purpose and in your passion. Now success comes because it's a byproduct of everything that you have put in. It mm-hmm. is the fruit of your labor. That's exactly what success is. It's, a, how- fair, it's a fair exchange. 
the, a fair exchange between what? Your work and the outcome. Amen. Between your work and the outcome. So I, I'm a visual person, so I can see that. I can see work over here and I can see outcome over here on a continuum. So if, if I look at it on a continuum, meaning that if work is over here and then I'm looking over here at the other side of that, which is the out work. And you said the other one is what? The outcome. Mm -hmm. In the middle, when we're trying to get there, there's a line. And oftentimes it isn't a linear path. No, it's actually sometimes it's zigzagging. It's Ooh. up and down. It could be down yeah. more than up sometimes. <laughs> yes. So in getting there, that drags us right on back to the four points that you talked about. It sounds like it's a layer. Mm -hmm. One thing builds upon the next in order mm -hmm. to get down to the point where we are talking about success. Mm -hmm. Now, how how do you define success for yourself? When do you know that you have actually obtain success oh man i dream big listen i tell people all the time if you say you want to shoot to the moon i will figure out how <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so my my success is big i just i honestly i just i want to be able to just reach thousands of people I, I really do. I if I can if I could just make a continue to make an impact in people's lives continually, that's that's enough success for me. So on a scale of one to ten, with one being successful, I've obtained everything that I said I would obtain. You know, I have the five hundred clients that I said I would get, and everyone's working with me. You know, and they're being accountable. And then over here, 10, meaning that no one's working with me. The business is not getting off the ground. You know, it's slow moving and I'm frustrated. Where would you find yourself on the continuum between the one and the 10 at this time? If you had to actually. Oh, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm just getting started. I haven't even made a dent yet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a ways to go. So you could put me at probably about a what'd you say? I guess about a, a, a eight, maybe seven to eight, maybe. Wait. About seven to eight. Which I uh, forgot. One, I'm sorry. One is the best. One is like the best that it could be. And 10 is the least the poorest. Oh, I'm in the middle. Just put me in the middle because I'm just getting started. I haven't even made a dent yet. So a five. You're the five, yeah, five. Just put me in the middle. I got a lot of work to do. So what is what what would it take to move you to a six? Hmm. What would you have to do? Hmm. I want to uh I need a I want to create to get me to a six, I want to create a bigger audience for myself. I want to work with like uh just different people, you know, you different people, people from different How social media. Okay. Social media. Yep. Mm -hmm with social media how often mm -hmm. do you have to what platforms do you have to get on and how often do you must you right now on? i'm on tiktok so i have a whole new coaching platform on on tiktok is monica adele the monica a development coach and mm -hmm. so i'm on tiktok so hey i give out value content every week i'm okay. talking to i'm talking to my community on there so that's that's where i'm digging my heels in because it's such an authentic platform and mm -hmm. i you know that's yeah. good. 
Now, what is value content? Actually giving them things, actually giving um, coaching advice that they can utilize in their everyday mm -hmm. lives, okay. you know? Mm -hmm. So I talk to them just like I'm talking to you in regards mm -hmm. to setbacks, in regards to just, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. people just want to hear something motivational. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they give me feedback in the comments. You know, if I post mm -hmm. a quote, you know, they tell me, hey, you know, that was a very good quote. Or if mm -hmm. I talk about, hey, don't quit, then they'll say, hey, that's very good. I needed to hear this today. So, mm -hmm. you know, whatever they talk back to me, I continue to make that kind of content. That's great. That's great. So moving to a six from a five to a six is getting a bigger audience. Yep. How, how big do you want the audience to be? Big as it can get. I don't have a ceiling. I don't have a cap. I'm okay. all in. Just <laughs> there no is, ceiling. There is no, no limit. No glass. We ceiling don't put limits there. on God. We just let him just shoot up. Oh, this guy is the limit to what you can have. <laughs> Amen. For that. That's right. That deserves a praise break. <laughs> Yes, the sky is the limit. I don't put yeah. limits on anything, and I don't want to. I don't cap. I don't mm -hmm. cap myself. You sound like my kind of a person. Yes, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told. Mm -hmm. I made. I did. I made one TikTok, and I told them to be delusional. Just okay. be delusional about what you want until mm -hmm. you get it. Act like mm -hmm. you have it. Act like you have it before it even mm -hmm. comes, and that's just how I operate. That's good. That's good. And when you have a setback, it sounds as though like you encouraged them earlier that they can get back up and start again, because we know that life happens. And when life happens, oftentimes it may throw at us some things that we never even thought was going to even come our way. But that doesn't mean that it's time to throw in the towel and quit. Never quit. I heard you never say quit. earlier, never quit, never stop. You know what? Obstacles actually can be reframed as opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's how I do in my life. And that's how I do when I work with people. I reframe it. And we as social workers, we love the word reframe. Mm -hmm. You know, you were a social worker at one time. I'm sure you used that word, reframe. <laughs> mm -hmm. And also as, you know, a woman of faith, both of us, and as me as an ordained elder, I always talk to people about, you know, we're going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all the other things are going to be added to it. And how the word of God says that all things work together. You know, so when they talk about those bad things that are occurring or the setbacks and all of that, that stuff really is an opportunity for you to grow from. And it's going yeah. to come back around and work together for your good and work it out. But sometimes we just can't see it. Like the black screen behind me here is sometimes looks so dark until you just can't see it. But that's when you need someone like my cousin to help coach you through those times. So tell us, how can they actually get a hold of, of you? And do you work with people outside of the state of Florida? Or is it only people that in the state of Florida? I am virtual. I am virtual. So internet goes worldwide. <laughs> so give, us, give us your handles and tell us how we can actually reach out and actually work with you. So you can contact me. My TikTok is Monica Adele and my direct messages are always open um, on Facebook. I'm Monica Adele as well. My uh, message box is always open. My my email address is Monica Adele coaching at Outlook.com. And then you have my website information, right? Yes. And then we'll the, give it to mm -hmm. us again, though. Just give yep. it to us again, please. 
you can actually tell them again. It's about.me at monica.adele. Yes. And then my uh, bio will show up and then it'll take you to my website where I have all of my offerings. I actually have digital products that will help you identify your purpose. I have um, a four, uh, four session program to help you get on track with your mindset, boost your confidence. Um, and then I actually have a turn your passion into income session where after you have done your mind work and you are ready to turn your passion and your purpose into an income, into a business, I have that as well. Amen. So I have something for everybody. Amen. And where are you envisioning taking your coaching business in the next five years, I'd say? The next five years, I want a large, extra, 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 large platform, maybe even a membership platform where I could just have all of my community in one place and I could just get in there and give value and inspire everyone. Mm -hmm. So I just, I have that vision for my business to turn into a membership community. Well, when where you say I, membership, what, explain to us, what do you mean by So a membership, membership community is I would create, I would create a, a platform um, where all of my clients could be in one setting through a, a platform that I will create that mm -hmm. will have access to courses, um, articles, mm -hmm. uh, videos, mm -hmm. myself going live doing um, Q&A. You know, they ask questions, I'm able to answer it um, and mm -hmm. also provide, um, you know, motivational videos, just something. It'll it, it, it just be ongoing. I see. An ongoing platform. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. That's excellent. Now, do you see is this being a global platform, not only in the United States, but do you see it actually going abroad? Is that something you envision as well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. As many lives I can reach, I'm all for it. That's good. And what typically are the age ranges that you work with? Or is there an age range? Um, For women, I don't have an age range. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm working with at-risk youth, I do 18 to 24. Mm -hmm. I see. And how do you get, how do you actually recruit or actually obtain your clients or those that are working with you? Um, so, Social media, social media and word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. And then, and then when you do work with someone, what is the, is there a time frame? that you work with them? Is it like a six weeks or like five weeks or or does it depend on the service that they are that they are getting? It depends on the service. I would like to do what I call like a discovery call or just, you know, talk talk on the phone just to see the map out what their um, current needs are, challenges are, and mm -hmm. to see how I can help. And um, then I, I do customizable programs as well. So there's no set, like I only do six weeks or I only do eight weeks. No, it's based on the needs and the mm -hmm. challenges of the individual. Yes. And yes. then that's how we, that's how I map it. But, you know, like I said, I do have, um, and I do have on my site as well, like if they want a service that I currently, that they currently do not see on my website, to so go ahead and book a call with me. Mm -hmm. You know, so I try to make sure that I have something that if someone just wants to do a, you know, a one-off session or just you know, zone in, okay, I just want to turn my passion into income. I'm going to just book this one thing. So I have both. And do you also work with businesses or only just individuals? I work with businesses as well. Yes. yes. So yes. You have I have businesses. worked with, yes, I have worked with 
quite a, quite a few businesses, you know, um, just providing that support and accountability and direction on on their business goals That's as good. far as the beginning stages of launching their business. Mm -hmm. That's good. And when we when working with a business, would you work with maybe the entire the entire agency or is there like departments of a, of a particular company that you might work with or it just depends on what they might need it depends on what they it depends on what they might need like if you're talking about entrepreneur wise and i will work with the person that's of course you know launching the business but if you're talking about like um maybe personal development for staff yes. or something like that yeah so yeah it just all depends and then if a business a person that's actually a business owner or has an agency that they're overseeing if they want to reach out and actually hire you for coaching, how would they how would they actually connect with you? They can email me at Monica Dell Coaching at Outlook.com. Okay. Thank you. And then you and I have spoken about um interbusiness that you actually work along, not work alongside, but you actually have someone that you're in collaboration with that might help if someone wants to develop a website and maybe that's not something you do per se, but you would be able to possibly work with someone else in collaboration to help them to possibly get their website or or get um, their, um, not a podcast, but their web, website or something that nature off the ground. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that? Yes. So I do have... Um, I guess I may want to call it an outsourcing partner uh, that is able <laughs> that is able to um, design websites, um, logo, any anything marketing. And um, if if that person or business does work with me and they decide that they do need um, a website or anything additional for their business, then there will be a business to business discount. I see. With that. And then it, you will go about it the same way. You can email me at Monica Dell Coaching at Outlook.com and we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you are definitely well-rounded in what you can <laughs> offer. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. And that's good. Mm -hmm. And Monica, is there anything that you might want to share with the listening and or audience that's watching that we didn't talk about? Before we close. Um, I can't think of anything, but just a reminder to don't stop. You know, everything is a season. So even if it's a setback, it is still only a season. It will pass. Seasons change. Seasons yeah. definitely do change. So yeah. stay the stay the course and just don't don't quit. Keep working at your purpose. Keep working um, to be fulfilled. That's excellent. That is excellent. Stay the course. Don't quit keep working at your purpose. And I truly appreciate you being a special guest this evening on the Lotus Flower Podcast, the episode titled once again, Living on Purpose, season three, episode number 21 with my special guest, my second cousin, Ms. Monica Adele, better known as her nickname is Mo. <laughs> yes, Mo. You got that from your friends, you said. And I <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Never knew that, but thank you. I won't call you Mo. I'll just call you Monica. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay, you're welcome, Miss Monica. Would you mind closing us in prayer this evening? All right. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this platform that we are using to inspire your people. We pray over everyone listening and everyone that will watch it, that you give them the desires of their heart, that you ignite a fire in them, that they will want to live on purpose and be fulfilled. For that, for that, all of their promises in you, oh God, will be answered. In your name, amen. And Father God, I thank you once again. Seal this podcast episode, Lord God. Seal it, Lord Jesus actually with hope. Seal it, Lord God, with hope, having only positive expectation. Seal it, Lord. Seal the podcast tonight with knowing that there is purpose in each and every one of us, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for Monica that came tonight and she talked with us about never giving up and never quitting. I thank you, Lord God, that Miss Monica came tonight and she talked to someone that's listening and or watching about the importance of being accountable to themselves and about the importance of believing in themselves. I thank you, Lord God, that you have placed Miss Monica here tonight, a woman that loves you with her whole heart, mind, body, and soul, a woman that has a heart for people. I thank you that you are going to give her that platform that she desires that's going to be one that is numerous. It's going to be so big that she, Lord God, won't even be able to obtain all of the guests and all of the people and all of the businesses that are going to be working with her. She'll have to outsource them. I thank you, Lord, that you're opening new doors of opportunity for her. Thank you, Lord God, for her business mind, that she's a strong, powerful, driven young lady. Continue to add to that. Continue, Lord God, to just show up and continue to blow her mind with what you are doing and able to do on the inside of her. Because it starts on the inside. She talked about the inner workings of the mind. And she knows that it starts on the inside of our spirits. And when it goes from the inside, it shows up on the outside. Thank you that Miss Monica is working in her purpose. And I thank you that it's overflowing not only, Lord God, in her life, but it's overflowing all over this United States and even into other countries as we speak this evening. So, Father, we thank you. We give you the glory and we give you the honor and we give you the praise. In the sound, matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being my special guest. I Thank love you. Thank you for having me. Love you love too. You. Love you because we'll be in contact. All right. Bye. Good, bye, honey. Have a good evening. My special guest this evening, once again, was my second cousin, Miss Monica Adele Sanders. The Lotus Flower Podcast title. Living on Purpose, season number three, episode number 21. And to recap, Miss Monica shared about the importance of 
purpose, the importance of walking in your purpose, and how do you go about finding your purpose? She talked about confidence, having confidence when you are handling the business, being confident, even if something doesn't look a certain way, even if something is so heavy on you to the degree that it robs you of that confidence. She said, still get up out the bed in the morning with that confidence exuding from your spirit. She talked about resilience, being resilient, meaning having that bounce back spirit. Do not let anything keep you down. She said she doesn't care if you are elderly person that's in your bed and cannot even get up, maybe bedridden. She said there's always an opportunity to obtain your purpose, no matter who you are or what you are, or if you have the deck stacked against you. She said to bounce back with resiliency. She also explained to us the importance of success and what success means, and that success is on a continuum. And just because Miss Monica may be successful in what she's doing, that doesn't mean that you aren't successful in what you're doing because you are not Miss Monica and Miss Monica isn't you. And your path is your path. Your walk is your walk. Your season of life is your season of life. So be wise. And don't compare yourself against someone else, but obtain the success that the Lord has actually orchestrated for you. She talked about the inner workings of the mind. That is on the inside of the mind where those negative thoughts start, that we've got to get those inner workings of the mind straight by talking to ourselves, telling ourselves positive affirmations, and actually keeping the Lord Jesus Christ first through prayer, starting each and every day in prayer and praying throughout the day. She also talked about validation and confirmation. Validation comes from other people. I know we've been taught sometimes to don't look for the validation of man, but Oftentimes, we need to be validated by someone else and confirmed by someone else. No, I'm not going to chase validation. I'm not going to chase down confirmation. But validation and confirmation is necessary in our walk and in this thing called life, and especially when you're going into the area of being an entrepreneur. So once again, we are grateful for our special guest this evening, none other than Ms. Monica Adele, life coach in Florida. Join us next week as my special guest will be coming forth. Her name is Jasmine, and she'll be talking with us about mental health and food. Choosing food that actually helps to enhance our mental health wellness. She is a licensed and registered dietitian here in the city of Raleigh, North Carolina, and she is ready to come 
next Tuesday to share with you on the topic of food and mental health. So be sure to join me next Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time streaming live here on the Lotus Flower Podcast and on the Dr. Pamela Robinson Facebook page. We also air on various audio platforms. Too many to name. Type in the Lotus Flower Podcast into your Google browser and you'll be able to listen to the audio podcast as well. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Lotus Flower Podcast. Each time you do so, the podcast will drop right into your inbox and you will never miss an episode. The Lotus Flower Podcast. Never quit. Never give up. Hold on. Don't give up. Because all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. Have an amazing evening, an amazing morning, an amazing afternoon, and an amazing day. Why do I say that? Because there are many people listening to the podcast and or watching all over the United States and into other countries that are on different time zones. So I greet you in whatever time zone you may find yourself in. Have a blessed, sunshiny, and prosperous rest of the day. We'll see you again next week, Tuesday, streaming live on the Lotus Flower podcast.
Good night. <laughs>